Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This week on Spanky's Corner. A podcast! My brain will just go, bah! Try and bite through the creamy outside to get to the gooey inside. I've always said that g Easy looks like Count Chocula. Herpes monkeys. Cool butts. That's shaking people to their core. Put it in the spank bank. Don't be an ass parker. It just comes out of your face. Whoa! Look at that car! <laughs> We made it. It's the Monday after the Super Bowl. We're alive. So hungover. Well, you are. But I did something pretty traumatic this morning. I was just standing there and my whole back went out. (laughs) Like literally (laughs) just standing. And my entire, like I literally was just, I felt my back just go oof. And all of a sudden, like, ow, I start bending over. And now, like, it's still going. It's shooting, like, up my spine to my neck. I can feel it down my fingertips. Good Lord. Are you having a stroke? I don't know. I was going to go work out today. And now I'm, like, scared to. Because, like, even picking up, like, food out of the refrigerator, I'm like, I can feel my back. Did you take anything for it? No. Oh, you looked at me like I'm stupid for asking the question. Did you see the look on your face right now? <laughs> no, I feel stupid. I mean, I, I feel like that would have been an obvious answer, but it's more like tension. Like, I just feel like I need somebody to like, you know, the the thing people do where they put their arms around you yeah. and go. Like I woke up yesterday with a sore back too. And the only thing I did the day before was go out drinking for Ange's birthday. Little Ange, it was her birthday night. And I, the only thing I did was go out drinking. So you hurt your back standing there. I hurt my back sitting there drinking. Meanwhile, we're younger than both Shakira and J-Lo, and look what they did on the Super Bowl last night. So, <laughs> What a way to put a bow on that. <laughs> Wait, so did you, you didn't do anything. You were just sitting there drinking and your back was I woke up? up yesterday morning. So Saturday night, we went out. I left early like a good boy. We all, in fact, we all kind of left early like good children. Su- I went to Subway. <laughs> oh, you did go to Subway late at night in Chicago? Well, yeah, just like Juicy Smolier, huh? Well, because we were sitting in that bar and I it was just gleaming across the street at me the whole time it like looked like it looked like Narnia it was glowing so beautiful so bright it just captured me in for a six inch turkey (laughs) (laughs) I think the funniest thing about that night was I took a picture of my champagne flute and I said see a sober January I didn't do a sober January I was drunk two weeks prior like why the fuck did I say that (laughs) <laughs> like that wasn't a sober jan- why was I patting myself on the back for something I didn't do <laughs> I like literally looked at it the next day and felt like how g Easy must have felt like looking at his Instagram story this morning wow. I was like I'm embarrassed and I took that down I was like because I know I did not have a dry January or g Easy. 
That, that video was bad. The video was bad for a multitude explain of to every, Explain to everybody if they didn't see it, the whole situation. If you're on Twitter, just search the internet because this is definitely a video that I can explain to you. But for entertainment purposes, you're going to want to see it. Last night at the Super Bowl, they must have been like an a- at an after party or like a back room. G-E-Z, who was obviously super messed up because he put this on his Instagram story and it was really embarrassing, is like laying on the couch with Meg the Stallion. They're cuddling. She's got like her leg up on him and he's like kissing her cheek, but not in like a cutesy way. Like he's kissing her cheek the way somebody would kiss somebody's neck to get them ready to have sex. <laughs> like he's sucking on her face and it's really uncomfortable. It looks like he's trying to bite through it. It's like how you eat a Tootsie Roll pop. You try and bite through the creamy outside to get to the gooey inside. I've always said that GEZ looks like Count Chocula. And now I believe it more than ever that he's a vampire sucking her face. <laughs> Do you think though he's doing things like that and trying to be as shocking as possible because for the last month he's watched his ex go around and be super hot on the TV and in her video with the new album and be everywhere and basically sing songs about him. Potentially, yeah. That's well, for sure She had is. a big no- moment on Saturday night as well. She was doing like, um, she was, they must have been in the same city too. So I guarantee- Well, yeah, everyone was down there for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I guarantee it could have been something like along those lines. Saturday night, she was doing a Super Bowl party pre-show and somebody like in the middle of her set must have like started screaming like G-E-Z, G-E-Z. And all of a sudden she goes crazy. Can we play the clip? I don't think we can. Can we? I'm sure we can. Okay. Leave space for the clip. Oh, oh you mean the clip would go here? Yeah. So I got to go find the clip. Uh-huh. You want to get out of the room? Who want to get out you? Who said G-E-Z? Who's fucking yelling it? Because I'll kick your ass out of the fucking club. You don't disrespect me like that on my own show. That was the clip. Okay. How'd I do? Great. <laughs> yeah, thanks. You made me do a lot of extra work on that, by the way. So she was irate because somebody was yelling G-E-Z. The, the Jersey girl in her came out. And that was the night before. And that went like kind of viral Sunday morning. So I guarantee he saw it. And then was like, what can I do? I'm going to suck on Meg Thee Stallion's <laughs> face and squeeze her ass. And the weirdest thing about it is it doesn't look like they're in like some swanky like club after party. They look like they're in like a bodega. And there's people standing around behind them and they're just like nicely talking. And meanwhile, he's just enjoying nibbling on face. Yeah. Like they look like they're in a Starbucks. Like (laughs) young Gerald's a nice boy though. You've interviewed him before, right? Uh -uh, I actually never have never met him. A couple of times we've had him. uh, I think it was before you got here. He's been through the B96 studios. Nice guy. Yeah. I heard he's cool. Nice guy. Now, now, uh, now that the Super Bowl is over, we watch the game. Do you know who played last night? The Chiefs and the 49ers. Who won? The Chiefs. Good for you. Thank you. Good for you. Can you name one player on any team, either team? No, but I did see one on social media that I thought was really attractive. I can find his. Travis Kelsey. He plays for the 49ers, I think. Jimmy Garoppolo. I think that one. He would be the quarterback. And yes, he's from the Chicagoland area. Just type in Jimmy G. He'll pop right up. I remember seeing his last, his last name looked like guacamole. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a fan. He looks like Zac Efron. Yeah, a little bit. I like his face. Yeah, and he was merely 10 points away from winning the Super Bowl. And he's from, he would have been the first quarterback ever from the Chicagoland area to win. 
How old is he though? He looks like he's like 24. Oh, he's my oh, he's my age. We're born the same year. Yeah, look at that. You can dump Josh immediately and go no, hang out with Jimmy Garoppolo. He just joins the relationship. He, he, he's worked his way on my hall pass list. I'll say that. Look at that. Good for you, Jimmy Garoppolo. Lost the Super Bowl, but won a spot on my list. Really? Sure, that means just as much <laughs> just to as him. Much. Um, no, our friend Rain, who lives in Sacramento, he's a big Niners fan. Mm-hmm. Um, the very first game of the year when the Bears played the Packers, he sent me a text as soon as the game ended talking about the Bears and how bad they were. Halfway through the year, there was another heartbreaking game with the same thing. And he just immediately after the game, he would send me awful text messages, just point salt into my Bears fan wound. And so if you don't think for a fucking second, I didn't keep that in the back of my head for the time that they would blow a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl and send it to him before the confetti stopped falling with screenshots and receipts as proof of the nonsense he sent me earlier this year and fired over to him immediately. That's exactly what I did. Wait, did you pre-make a loss package? I had it saved on my photos, yes. So you but, ready to go. But you but you prepared the package in case they lost. Yes. You pre-made a loss package. Hurt my feelings when he did that twice to me during the Bears season. So did he reply? Yes. What'd he say? First time he sent me a screenshot of uh, the score from the last time the Bears were in the Super Bowl, which wasn't good for the Bears. And then when I replied back to him with some other nonsense he said throughout the year, he finally just replied with an LOL. Because what's he going to do at that point? I mean, that's, yeah, that's all you're going to get. Anything else about the Super Bowl? Do we miss anything? Shakira and JLo, they were great. Cool butts. Um, I just saw this little thing. Pornhub search increases during the Super Bowl versus the average uh, searches. Uh, Shakira went up 14, uh, 1,400%. J-Lo went up 381%. Demi Lovato went up 270%. Those are people searching for those names on Pornhub. So I think people know that they don't have like a video out, right? They're just looking for people that like role play them. I, w- I would think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's also during the game. So people are sitting there watching at halftime and be like, this can get better if they were naked and on Pornhub. And so they start searching it. Put it in the spank bank. Um, <laughs> I think that the numbers directly affect how they felt about them because I feel like everybody knows J-Lo's hot. Like yes. every, but that's like- She's 50. Exactly. That's crazy. There's not an amount of things we could say about how hot J-Lo is. Like- but I think like people, well, people in the U.S. forgot about Shakira a little bit because she hasn't had a hit in a long time. And she's also 43 and very attractive. So I, and she can shake it better than J-Lo. Yes. So I think like that made people kind of like, oh, word. You forget like she opened with She-Wolf, which was a huge stiff in the United States. She-Wolf was a great song though. But it was a gigantic flop here. Yeah. But people would people especially in the states have to realize how big that song was in latin america and like south america and she's enormous down there yeah who would we compare us to in the like in that area what do you mean like who who is would be her american equivalent over there like big here and not any country artist like i'm trying to think like would she be like reba like a Carrie Underwood who's enormous in the United States but couldn't sell seven tickets anywhere outside of America or oh, Canada. Okay. See what I'm saying? Yeah. But Shakira can do arenas here. Do you remember Robbie Williams? Yeah. Enormous worldwide. Nothing here. Huh. Isn't, um, isn't Enrique Iglesias that way too? A little bit. Uh, yeah. I mean, but... A lot, a lot of the Latin American stars are finally crossing over and doing huge arena tours here. The Jay Balvins and the Malumas and people like that. Yeah, so. which I'm kind of happy about because their music is so much fun. So good. Um, I was watching Justin Bieber's documentary because he's putting out like an episode once every couple days. It's like leading up On the to YouTube. his album. Yeah. And um, I find it interesting because I think he's definitely an interesting person. 
And he put out the episode he put out today, like kind of plays another song that he hasn't released yet in the background. And it's him singing like in Spanish. And he like goes on to say, like, I don't know what I'm saying. Like, I just know how to imitate things really well. Well, Despacito, he did that in Despacito. Yeah, but I think it was good that he said that, but he sounds really good. And that song sounds like I'm predicting it now. I think that song's going to be a smash. Oh, like I'll play the clip for you later, but it sounds so good. Julia thinks a Justin Bieber song is going to end up being popular. That's a bold, hot take. Spanky's Corner. A podcast. There's been this article that has been shaking people to their core. I've seen it mostly on Facebook, but apparently it derived from a tweet. Uh, shaking so, people to the core. It's going to be a huge letdown if this isn't a good story. That's a huge buildup. Shaking people to the core. You sound like a news tease. What's the what is the thing that's happening that's shaking people to their core? And um, it's just like the opening of a new Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, by the way, like you bring in like a Krispy Kreme or Dunkin' Donuts. So that does have you ever like anytime a Krispy Kreme opens? Remember like the one down here opened up in the block thirty seven? People go ape for Krispy Kreme. Unbelievable. Is it because okay, can we just hold on? Let's can we talk about the rise and fall of Krispy Kreme? Rise because and fall? The rise and fall and rise again. It's like it's like Easter for Krispy Kreme. <laughs> 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 Is it rose again? He has risen. <laughs> I feel like back in the day. Krispy Kreme was booming. Like early 2000s, it was everywhere. I remember, I remember it specifically because I was in elementary school. And when it was your birthday, if your parents really want to step up, but also be kind of lazy because they didn't feel like baking their treats, they would get your class like a bunch of Krispy Kremes. Mm-hmm. And then like, I feel like they completely disappeared. But then they just had shops like here and there that it was like exclusive if your town had them or it was so cool or you would travel to get Krispy Kreme. I was living in Seattle when they opened up the first one in the state of Washington. And this is not that long ago, maybe six years ago. And they opened up in a city called Puyallup, Washington. And there was literally for weeks, there was lines around the block of cars just sitting there waiting to go get a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> it's crazy. And that's not that long ago. People still go crazy for them. Whatever, they're fine. Um. So anyways, back to the story. <laughs> Uh, This guy tweeted, fun fact, some people have an internal narrative and some don't. As in, some people's thoughts are like sentences they hear, and some people just have abstract, nonverbal thoughts and have to consciously verbalize them. And most people aren't aware of the other type of person. Yes, this this totally was me because I did not think that people thought in two different ways. I thought- Who tweeted this? I don't know. This guy, at Kyle Plant Emoji. Oh. Okay. Who is, is he? A, what kind of guy is he? What does he do? I didn't. Does, I guess they featured He's just the guy in the internet. They featured his tweet in an article. I didn't deep dive on Kyle. Um, oh yeah, I see it right here. Okay. So so this guy is is confused. So which one is he? So he has an internal narrative. Yes. So he's constantly saying sentences to himself in his head. Yeah. And he's shocked that other people do not. Right. Then the guy wrote this big blog on it and. It's like a little bit more um, drawn out to where he kind of deep dives on it. And he said he did like a poll on his Instagram and 91 people responded that they have an internal monologue and 18 people said that they do not. I do think that the do not people are less, but I thought that was so interesting. And I figured that Josh, my boyfriend, didn't have one because he's so like just simple and happy all the time and can fall asleep in two seconds. Like he's literally a golden retriever. Do you? 
Do you, you have an internal? I have a constant internal monologue. It doesn't shut up. That's why I don't sleep. <laughs> I have conversations <laughs> with myself all day long. Like I'll literally like out loud. No, in my head. But it's not just like I'm having thoughts. Like I'll be like, "Hmm, does this sound good for lunch?" Yes. Oh, what are you thinking? No, it doesn't. Oh yeah, it does. You piece of shit. Go eat that. You fat. Ass. Like I literally have like conversations back and forth. And this like goes that, on please. all day, all day, all day, all night. I always know. I'm about to fall asleep when my thoughts just start not making sense and I kind of like can catch it. Like, I'm like, what the hell? Where did my mind just go? And I would like, have guessed oh, that fun, you're sleep. in the minority and not the majority. What? Because I, yeah, because you're a creative type. I would think the creative type just talk to each other until these ridiculous ideas come out. I, I can just imagine you going just back and forth with yourself until you finally go, ah, oh, truth or dare wars on Instagram. Let's do it for the station. No, my creativity is because, um, I hate saying this out loud because nobody ever takes it seriously because people say it all the time, but I have ADD really badly. So my mind's just constant, quick, always coming up with stuff. That's why I have anxiety because it's always making shit up and like always coming up with like what ifs. So that's kind of where my creativity comes from because my mind just never stops. Do you think all that goes, ties into the fact that you talk to yourself? And it goes in all different places. Yeah, it's because my mind's constantly moving. Mind shuts down. The only time I ever talk to myself is like if I'm walking down the street and I say something mean, mean internally about another human being, and then I just go, "Uh, stop it! You're you're Tyler. Be nice. Be nice. That's what I'll say. That's about it." But other than that, you're abstract. Yeah. Really? really? Yeah. Uh, Josh R, our production guy, the guy who puts the nice little sounds and touches on this podcast, said he's abstract, which I thought was shocking knowing him. So he doesn't, he does not have the conversations? No, he says it's just like images. So I'm like, how do you predetermine what you're going to say? It just comes out of your face. That's so weird. I like, I'll think six months in advance what I want to say. <laughs> your calendar? Wait, wait, so, but you're on the radio. Yeah, so. but like I, when I, before I do my breaks, I always like kind of work it out in my head and then I go for it. Okay, but now this is different because you and I are having a conversation. You don't know what you're going to say 10 seconds from That's now. That's why I kind of fumble sometimes. Okay, I'm but like, we all fumble. Cause it, but but it like comes to my mind. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like as I'm talking, like and if I don't plan it out, like I'll have thoughts and I'll need to pause or it'll trip over each, each other. But I kind of believe that you are now that you are like that now that we're talking about it because you do all your breaks on air just off the cuff and it works. Yeah, but most of it's nonsense, and that's why a lot of my breaks are nonsense. But it, whenever I try to do just off the cuff breaks, like I will have to pause in the middle of it because I hadn't thought of it ahead of time, and my brain will just go bah. <laughs> <laughs> So where did the core shaking happen? Is this just because one side didn't know about the other side? Yeah, I mean, did you? I never thought about it. Yeah. You know why? Because I don't have these conversations <laughs> you don't, with myself. You don't think anything. I have no fucking clue. Like I, I picture, <laughs> like I, I for sure thought my boyfriend was like this. Because if I were to think of his thoughts, it's just like the cloud with like a picture of a steak. <laughs> That's really what mine is. <laughs> I'm just kind of going through life like da da da. <laughs> You know what I'm thinking about? Like in a half an hour when I get out of here, uh, my brother's in town from, he lives in Columbia, South America. And then my wife's in town. I live with her and we're going to go get pizza. And the only thing I can think about is pizza. Yeah. I feel like there's just like a piece of pizza right here, right now in your head. Yeah. You can't see it. We're on a podcast, but I'm holding something holding above my above head. Your head. Yes. Yes. You're right. That's basically all it is. That's all I can think about. It's just pizza. Mine would be like, I'm having pizza for dinner, but also tomorrow when I do this, what am I going to say? And what do I want for dinner though? Really? What do I want on the pizza? <laughs> Spanky's Corner. A podcast. According to a study, men who own Mercedes and BMWs are more likely to be assholes. I feel like we know that though. Well, I don't know. Cause Julian drives 
What does he drive? A Mercedes. He's he got a Mercedes. He's the nicest person I know. Josh R has a Mercedes. He does. Yeah. He the does guy, not strike me as a Mercedes. Not guy. at all. You know what I think? I think when is this? When was this study done? From the Journal of International Psychology. This sounds super legitimate. Let me see if there's a date on here. Because I think I have a different update. For oh, it. December 3rd. December 3rd of 2019. Because I know people with those cars and actually they're really good people. I would like to replace it with Tesla. But aren't those people just trying to save the earth one car at a time? They have white leather seats. Like that is yeah, so unnecessary. True. Yeah, completely, <laughs> totally unnecessary. And I get it if you live in like certain parts like... And it just seems like everybody's driving those cars. Like if you're at, if you're in LA, that is the Ford Focus of LA. Like that's the <laughs> Wait, poor car. What? That's the car for pores. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's it? Um, well, this is from Finland. So the survey, uh, the study surveyed 1,892 Finnish car owners and also analyzed their personality types. Um, it was inspired by lead researcher Jan Eric Longfist. Isn't his last name is Longfist? Uh, Longfist, L O with the two dots over it, N N Q V I S T. He uh, the observation noted that drivers are more likely to run a red light, not give way to pedestrians, and generally drive recklessly and too fast. Uh, those are the ones driving German cars, such as BMWs, Mercedes, and Audis. Um, he knew that previous studies found luxury car drivers more likely to ignore traffic rules and drive quote unethically, but it was unclear why was wealth corrupting their behavior. You know what? I think it might just be in Finland because when I think about drivers, I've never had an issue with those, but I see it more in like people who drive really shitty cars, but put like a lift kit on them and try to make them look cool. Like, please calm, calm down with your Cavalier. Well, those are the guys that need, uh, those are the, uh, like, why are you trying to race in your Dodge Stratus? <laughs> like, what are you doing? There, why did you put racing stripes on your PT Cruiser? Hot. Why are there racing stripes on your PT Cruiser? Because if you've got a PT Cruiser, sometimes you got to soup it up, make it look sexy. Nothing is the ugliest car. For the ladies. Like, calm your Kia soul down. But I feel like it's always like people with like those like shittier cars that they try to soup up. Or have you ever seen someone try to make a Ford Focus look cool? And I'm this is coming from a former Ford Focus driver, which after this lease, I might get another one because I liked it. But like, I... I is this the internal monologue out loud? This, but no, but <laughs> Ford Focus is like a dweebier car. Like I have a pocket protector and I'm proud. Like don't put racing stripes and tints on it. Okay. But I think you're missing the point. Like there's so many other cars, like there's a lot of Ford Focuses. There's not nearly as many Mercedes and BMWs on the road. It's, it's fine quality German engineering. So I think the people that get it by and large, overwhelmingly, you see a lot of Ford Focuses without racing stripes. But what they're saying is the majority of the people that drive Mercedes and BMWs and Audis are kind of assholes. Well, I think it depends on where you are, though. Like, for instance, I see some Teslas here. I never saw Teslas in Michigan. L.A. is Tesla County. Like, you know what I mean? You, you, maybe they don't even have those in Finland. So maybe it's just depending on, like, what are the popular cars by region? Like, maybe in Iowa... Those fucking town and country people are just unruly. <laughs> <laughs> their, their trucks, you're so, thinking you're so hot in your town and country. Well, you've been over in Indiana, right? Yeah. Yeah. So involuntarily. If you, there, if you if you dive deep into like northwest Indiana, there's a lot of trucks. A lot of dudes in trucks just driving around. And those I would think are by and large more of the asshole. 
Yeah, I, f- I feel like now, because in Chicago, there's a lot of Mercedes and BMWs. I would say that's like the most common, like upper class car. Okay, but now keep in mind, driving like assholes and being an asshole might be two different things. What they're talking about is they are more than likely to ignore traffic rules and drive unethically, but it was unclear why. As somebody who drives unethically... <laughs> Are you talking about you? Yes. Yo, what happened, by the way? I saw on your Instagram last week. What, what did you do? I didn't even think it was that bad. I don't know. Because by the time I got to my car, like that other person was gone. So I couldn't measure like how poorly I'd parked. And so, okay. So what happened was this person shoved a note in my windshield and I didn't notice a note, the note until I got out of the parking garage and I started driving like down Ontario. So I had to pull over so I could take it out. Cause like, I was like, I don't know what this is. Like, and I don't want to blow away once I hop on 90. So I hopped out and got out the notes. So I couldn't even like evaluate. Somebody wrote, um, I got it right here. I just pull it up. Next time, don't be an ass Parker and then ass and Parker are underlined. What's <laughs> funny is when you put this. <laughs> My favorite part is that that pen was 100% dying and they were so mad. Look how many try- times they Look, tried to get it to work on that end. The N-E-X-T <laughs> is written no less than five times. It's on uh, Julia's Instagram at the Radio Hag. And it's, it, they tried so hard. And by the way, it doesn't look like. You could tell they were so pissed by the time they got to the end. It doesn't look like ass parker. It, it looks like ass parlor. Packer. Uh, oh, I thought it was ass packer. It, it's, a lot of people thought it was ass parlor too. Like they, I was like, you know what? I park like you right. <laughs> Next time, don't be an ass packer slash parlor slash parker. <laughs> well, okay. So I came in early on Friday because we had to do that interview with Grayson. And great you, interview, by the way, lovely kid. Go back and listen. It's on this podcast for sure. But when you come in at a certain time to our parking garage, which we work with many, many businesses in this tower, Julian, look who just walked in the appropriate time. Hey man, will you come here? Ah. We, we were just actually talking about you. Well, then we're about me. What did I do? Let's grab that mic. Nothing yet. And, Are you an asshole? Julia, every so often you got to be one. But like when you drive. At times. I've been in the car with you several times. I don't think I've ever been like, why'd you do that? No, no. It's just, I mean, look, the left lane is made for passing, right? Mm-hmm. That is the law. If you're driving 40 miles an hour in the left lane. I agree with you there, yes. Are you more likely to run a red light, not give way to pedestrians, and generally drive recklessly? No. You're not? Not no, even I'm, all? No. Like, that's not me. Run an occasional red light? If when, there's nobody around? When was the last time you passed on a shoulder? When I was... That was on my ninja back in the day. Oh, so that was on a bike. Okay. <laughs> when you're yeah, when you're it's okay when you're on a motorcycle and you're young and stupid. That's acceptable. Oh, that, that's okay then. Yeah, then. Okay. Because uh, you know it's that, that that asshole stage between the time you're 17 and 21. Because there's a study in the Journal of International Psychology, and this is what they found. Because they did a study on 1,892 Finnish car owners, and they generally found that uh, men who own men who own Mercedes and BMWs are more likely to be assholes. <laughs> And what do you have? <laughs> a Toyota? <laughs> <laughs> what I said, though, is it has to be by region because I feel like the assholes around here drive Teslas. Oh. And not like that they're assholes and they own a Tesla, but I feel like the Teslas are always the ones across the road that are like, Zoom. Yeah, I think in general, there, there are some people with high-end cars that think their shit doesn't stink and they want to just drive like assholes. But there's show. also people with Dodge Stratuses that like, put a lift kit on it and think they own the world. When you really think about it, a lot of those they guys are, are attorneys and, you know, 
They could get out of their tickets and it is what it is. Or if you're Julie, oh. you just get notes on your car telling you not to, you park like a, you're an ass parker. Well, no, 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 no. Julie's a different story because see what happens with Julia when, when people see her coming and they see her car and they see how fucked up it is. Like she's hit every pole in Chicago, right? So when you see a car like that, it's like when you see the U-Haul truck, you get the fuck out of the way because the U-Haul truck is going to fuck you up because you know they took that fucking $10 insurance, right? But Julia's car, have you seen? Can we post a picture of that? Dude, we were just talking about it right before you walked in. It's so funny that you backed up <laughs> everything that we talked about. He's it's horrifying. Stressed. It's like, it is. I look at it, I'm like, dear Lord, Julia. And then she walks in the studio with, with her door handle in her hand. And she's Which like, you did do two weeks ago. Dude, she walks in like that. She fucks up the mics around here. I had to fix two mics in two days. That was not my fault. Yes, you're just a walking, like, I don't, we're going to have to, what's that, bubble wrap? We're going to have to bubble wrap you and your car. <laughs> Seriously, the car is too far gone. Like I well, actually saw a streetlight move when she was coming. <laughs> Seriously. So what I was saying, though, I don't even park next to you, Julia. I see your car and I know you and I love you, and I'm not parking my car nowhere near you. As a matter of fact, I don't even park in the same lane. I see where Julia parks and I go to the next floor. <laughs> the next floor. I don't want no part of it. And it's going to be the floor that she doesn't exit out of. It's going to be the floor that oh she will never exit that way. Julian, Just saying. Julian's not an asshole. Listen, what I was going to say <laughs> the, the truth is hurts, when I got Tyler, called, well, the truth hurts. When I got called an ass parker, I don't know why this guy was so upset because I hit the bad part of my car on the pole. So I was closer to the pole than him. So how far into your parking spot was he? I had, She's I not had, answering because look, I know, everything I don't re- that I've said. I don't said, remember. I, but I remember having ample room to get out of my car. I don't remember. Because you know when you get out of your car some days and it's like... Okay, it wasn't but, like that. I had room. Yeah, but you're you're five feet tall. You're a tiny, minuscule person. You can slide out of anything. If yeah, it's but Julie I always have a backpack the, the size of another yeah. person. Okay, but was your driver's side on the same side as his driver's side? Or I'm assuming it was a he. That was a, a dude's handwriting. Oof, yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Um, oh, somebody wrote on your car? Yeah, yeah makes, I got a, I got a note on my windshield. Don't say it makes sense. I got it a, makes sense. Everything that I've told you, Tyler, has she yeah. even... Does she deny any of it? No. I got a note no, on my windshield right. that said, don't be an ass parker. There it is right there. Take a look. Oh, that's... What do, what do you think that says? Ass parlor. <laughs> See? Don't be an ass parlor. I, did you open up a business that we're not part of? See, and I thought it said ass packer. That's And best. so the problem is this person's trying to get across this message. And, and their pen's they, dying. Their pen is dying. And they, they're, they're Definitely a guy so with awful. shitty handwriting. You know sure. what awful. my favorite part was? Was like they should be relieved by the, next, by the time they get to the R that they got that whole message out. But then they still went back and underlined the ass and underlined the parker. And they didn't have much pen left. Yeah. Well, I just want to add one more thing to this. Yes. The strangest part of this whole conversation is that if you look at Julia's car from the driver's side, it looks normal. I know. I and only I, hit it on, on the one side And the driver's side is fucked. So, caution, word of warning, do not ever drive with this woman. No, I, you guys. Because all her hits are on the driver's side. I mean, on the passenger side. Every one of them. Even the handle. The door handle. I just, I don't drive bad. Like, it's not like no. how Dude, you guys you, fear yes, Ange. It's not how you fear when okay, you're in the Ange car with Ange. Ange is a terrible driver. I'm just embarrassing and slow. So Ange, though, little Ange who works here, she's a producer on the Ed Lover Show on 104.3 Jams. It's a station that Julian jumped Which, by the way, I've, I've never had a bad time driving with her, but you guys, I know. She drives like a beast. Awful. Like, seriously. There's video. There's actual of video curbs, of her know, hitting a curb, just randomly making a random right-hand turn at a stoplight. And then just being like, oops. <laughs> but the the problem is, 
how many times does she hit things if they happen, if there's a video of it existing? Somebody was in her car. It's like Sonic was in her car. And the rare instance that he happened to be taking a video, they got her hitting a curb. Well, that's probably because he gave her some edibles. It's all Sonic's fault. Dude, but everything you know is always Sonic's fault. Yeah, but look at her car compared to Julia's car. Um, I really did hurt her feelings one time when there was a bunch of us going to a scout in South Loop, which is, I don't know, mile and a half from here. And so they're all leaving. There's it was Kenzie, me, Sonic, and little Ange. And Ange was driving. And I'm like, nope, I'm gonna take the train. And they're like, Are you serious? I'm like, I'm a hundred percent dead fucking serious. I'm oh, not yeah. getting in the car with you. I'm gonna go take the train and get on the green line where it's safe. <laughs> and so I walk down to the train, hop on, walk over to Scout, I beat him by 10 minutes. That's crazy. They're, who do, they're driving around looking for parking and hitting curbs and other cars and driving the wrong way down the one way and all kinds of nonsense or whatever they do when Ange is driving. Remember when we all went to see the Bulls game? Yeah. And we all went to the, to wherever we went to afterwards? Yeah, yeah. And she was going to drive you home and you're like, yeah, no, I'm not doing it. Absolutely not. And you just like, you called an Uber and you left and I was thinking to myself, <laughs> that is the smartest move that this guy's ever pulled off. <laughs> he was so, he, the look on his face, he's like, there's no way I'm getting in the car with Angie. Absolutely not. And she was stone cold sober. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you're like, nope. And she kept like, come on, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, I think you really hurt her feelings, by the way. I, every single time she's offered to drive, I don't get in the car with her. I don't blame you. And uh, obviously, I'm adding Julia to that list. You don't die in the car with me. You're just oh, like, oh, not yet. Gotta, the, all the damage on my passenger side has been from me hitting still objects, never cars. It's trash cans, gates. Holes. Which is even worse. <laughs> exactly. They're not moving. There's there's no... It's like, yeah, I tried you know making, what I mean? Jo it's Josh like, gives me shit for this too. Josh gives me shit for this too. And I tried making the excuse. Well, I drove a Ford Focus before. I'm just not used to having it's this big crazy. of a car. And he Googled the dimensions of the Ford Focus next to the escape. And it's literally like an inch difference. <laughs> She's hitting like the, the, the L... Uh, whatever. It, it, it's sitting there. There's... There's no like <laughs> connection or I. Look. You know, you know what's the most annoying thing about this for me is like there's so many like men who stop me in traffic who like have like the tools in their car and they're like I'll fix it for five hundred dollars and I'm like no oh really yeah I'm not doing this now that happens all the time once a month it happened to me uh, two weeks ago when I was going to Trader Joe's this guy stopped in the parking lot and was like you want an estimate on your car and I was like <laughs> sure. <laughs> So, How fucked up did your car have to be for people to fix? Have you seen it? I'll try and fix whatever you got. Hold on, wait a second. Wait a second. One time, I pulled up to the corner of Milwaukee, and there was this kid standing with his dad, and he goes, "Whoa, look at that car!" And he goes, "Boo boo." I'm gonna bust. I'm gonna bust myself out right now. You took a picture of my car? I'm going to bust myself out right now, and I didn't want to say anything. You took a but picture of my car? I had picture? to take, last week, I took a picture of her car. <laughs> because mean. I was talking to somebody, I was like, I have a friend who you never, ever want to get in the car with. And her car is so fucked up. And every week she comes to work, and there's a new problem. And I took a picture of it. Believe it or not, I'm going to show you. Because you haven't seen it, right? No. I, wait, seen wait, wait, wait. I want to get your reaction for the first time on video. What the fuck, dude? Oh my god, dude! You no, 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 no wait! I got another one because I, I, I took several pictures. Look at this shit! Oh my and god, look at, Julia! Oh, look, wait, look, look! There's some missing. Where's the dude, handle? It How doesn't. Do you? 
Look, look where that handle is. It doesn't look like you sideswiped something. It looks like you legit got T-boned. I didn't. Look, I know. How does that happen? I like your wheels. You have nice wheels. Yeah. Oh, the wheels are just Great dope. wheels. I bet that car used to look so nice. And the funny part is the opposite side, perfect. That's because she's close on the driver's side. So she's there. She knows where she can squeeze in. But when You're talking four feet. Yeah. Look, yeah. What's, the what's the average distance between the driver, yeah. right, and the door? I would say four it feet. Yeah. Maybe less. Mm. Damn, Julia. And the worst part is the city hasn't come after her for the damages yet. I'm, I'm so, so this why? could get her in trouble. Just saying. I just want to throw that out there because it's a legal disclaimer. You got to talk about it. They'll be like, this is the chick that fucked all our shit up oh. here in Chicago. <laughs> Thousands. And another thing is that guy, it, that guy that said he was going to fix your car for 500 bucks is so full of shit because there's got to be at least $5,000 worth of damage. There. No, there doesn't. No, there the isn't. Front, the front fender, the rear fender, both doors. Yeah, definitely. This is a lease. Yeah. When, when's the oh, lease up? Oh my God. September. September of this year? Yeah. Yeah. All right, good luck with that. that I was just going to say that. Two words. Good luck. Well, I got insurance. The insurance company's <laughs> going to look at that and go, nah, totaled. Could you, no, could you imagine if she would have had a claim for every time she hit something? That's why she, she knows. She's I know, just, I'm This is a smart woman we're talking uh, about. You guys, She's I She's going to fuck up the whole car and I say, okay. I know what I'm doing. I'm waiting until June and then I'm going to go to them and be like, I got hit. By oh. what? A semi? Hit and run. By all of a the bulls in Chicago. A herd of bulls? <laughs> That car's from the front to yeah, <laughs> dude. If Good she luck. if she made a claim every single time she had she hit I something, I wouldn't have a car, license. You would know your State Farm agent more than Patrick Mahomes. United Auto Insurance <laughs> seven seven three two zero two five thousand. We've got you covered, unless you're Julia. <laughs> and with that, I'm gonna go eat my food. Spanky's Corner. Podcast. Invasive herpes carrying monkeys reach the first coast. I guess first coast is uh, northeast Florida. I thought that Josh was telling me that herpes monkeys have been there for a minute now. Like I thought they invaded in like 2014 or something. Huh. So they've been there in 20. Okay, uh, they're called rhesus mech. I don't know what that means. It's some technical term. They were first introduced to the state park in the late 1930s when a tour boat operator named Captain uh, Colonel Tui released six of them. So um, somebody planned to. Back in the 1930s, yeah. So somebody planned to like get the herpes out through these monkeys? I guess so. That's mean. But now state regulators confirm a dozen sightings of these monkeys over the past eight months. It's the first time they've ever been reported, though, in Northeast Florida. So somehow, uh, and this is like in the middle of Jacksonville, Florida. So there's just herpes monkeys running around Jacksonville, Florida. We already know, like, Florida gets a butt of a lot of jokes because everything that's all messed up happens in the state of Florida. Right. We get that. But herpes monkeys, even for Florida, that's ridiculous. Are you okay? Are you still worried about all the mean things we said about your driving? Oh, no. I'm, I mean, I'm not offended about that, no. but I am, like, a little bit offended by the new quote that Julian gave me to my car. What's that? $5,000. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people have told me 500 you can't even get into a herpes monkey story because you're too busy worried about the dollar figure that Julian just placed on your car. Oh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Okay. Should we, <laughs> we just end the podcast her, no, we can talk about herpes monkeys if you want. Oh, I mean, I don't know what else we're going to say. All you're, right. You're clearly, you're clearly a little shook right now. Well, now I'm having an internal monologue about how I'm going to afford <laughs> $5,000 worth of damages. <laughs> Be a good human being and subscribe, rate, review the mess you just heard. Thanks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.